Welcome to Agents of Nothing, an episode-by-episode recap and analysis from the perspectives of a veteran and a new recruit. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Good morning, Agents of Nothing, and welcome to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. We are your commanding officers. I'm Mariah. And I'm Caroline. And today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 6, Among Us Hide. So, Mariah, how was your week? So, by the time this comes out, this is not how my week is, but how my next week is going to be. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have already gone to the Eras Tour. Ah! So we may or may not miss a couple episodes because we'll be so busy with that, but we'll try to keep up and keep y'all posted. Yes. And, oh my God, we're so excited. How was your week, Caroline? All I can think about is Eras Tour, Eras Tour, Eras Tour. The only thing in my brain. (laughs) Everybody at work has been making fun of me because they're all dumb. And (laughs) one of my coworkers is like, I don't like any female artists. And I was like, that's not a flex. <laughs> that is internalized misogyny. <laughs> and I hope that you get better. <laughs> get well soon, bitch. Yeah. Um, she is coming to my my open mic later uh, today. So hopefully, maybe she'll like me. And then <laughs> yeah. I'll slowly turn her. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> what alarm is that? I don't know. I didn't know I had it still on. Let me make sure that it's not going to do that again. But yeah. All I can think about is yeah. Eras Tour. For me, it just, like, hasn't seemed real. Yeah. It, like, it does not register to me that we're leaving on Friday. <laughs> I know. I, honestly, I'm a little scared that, like, because, okay, when we went to the 1989 tour, um, I, like, I don't remember it. <laughs> I remember I going. I remember being there. I know that we were there and we had a great time. But I don't, like, when I look back at, at videos of that tour, I'm like, she played that song. I do not remember being there for that. Um, yeah. And I'm so worried that that's what's going to happen this time. I'm going to take a lot more videos than I did last time. Okay. Um, I'm going to trust you to take videos. <laughs> and I'm going to send you videos that I find of our night on TikTok. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Because last time I didn't take any videos. Yeah, well, we were trying to be so in the moment. Yeah. But then we f- we forgot that we have terrible memories. I've learned that <laughs> you can be in the moment and take videos at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, very excited. Yes, Woo! yes, yes. I got four new tires. Nice. Woo! Because we're taking my car. <laughs> I got my oil changed for my eight-hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> so and then we're gonna split it not down the middle probably because i i said that i would drive more <laughs> i promised I'm, yeah at least at least in the morning you know once we once we get going a little I'm, i'll be good to to switch again but <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay. Let's get into it. So this episode was written by Drew Z. Greenberg and directed by Dwight Little. Little? Little. Uh, The title is a reference to Fantastic Four number 45 that came out in 1965 titled Among Us Hide the Inhumans. Oh. Which is the first appearance of the Inhumans Black Bolt, Crystal, Karnak, Lockjaw, and Triton. Well, that's cool. 
I, w- I was wondering what the the little ellipses at the end of the episode name was about. <laughs> Among us hide the Inhumans. <laughs> Very dramatic. So, who do we meet in this episode? Um, so, really the only person that we meet is Malik, who, you know, is just some guy playing chess or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing chess and we're playing checkers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get started. So, first of all, the flashback the, the <laughs> reminded me of how mad I am at Hunter for being a fucking idiot and missing on his one chance to kill Ward. And I'm mad all missing. over again. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm, I'm still so mad. <laughs> you were right there! <laughs> anyway, I was very upset. So. Literally all he had to do was shoot, like, two inches further to the right. Honestly, before that, when he was standing in front of Ward and he was like, he could have just like turned around and shot. But instead he was like, no, I want you to see my face and recognize me before I even reach for a gun. That's that's what pissed me off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He could have done it before Garner was even in danger. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we'll get into it. (laughs) Anyway, So... Uh, May is waiting in the shield lab when Garner is wheeled in alive. Thank God. He's being cared for by the shield doctors while May and Coulson ask him what happened. He remembers little Strucker fucker being in the gas station and acting weird and then all hell breaking loose. And the shield agent that Coulson had tailing Garner at all times saved his life and was killed. And then the explosion that apparently sent him through the glass door until Coulson picked him up. He says he's glad that Strucker disappeared because Ward would have made him finish the job. May assures him that Ward won't be able to touch him while he's in the S.H.I.E.L.D.'s facility, but she feels insanely guilty that his association with her made him Ward's target to begin with. I'm glad that I... Hang on. I said the explosion that apparently sent him through the glass door because I didn't believe... (laughs) (laughs) I was like... That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) You knew. You didn't know you knew, but you knew. I didn't know I knew, but I knew. Um, So as May leaves the room, she runs into Hunter, trying to get in to see Garner, and she accosts him in the hallway. He tries to defend himself, saying it was the logical choice, and he had orders from Coulson, so he took the one shot he had. Coulson breaks it up before it turns into a fist fight and says, Fucking L, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not on that assignment anymore. You're not on any assignment anymore because you suck. (laughs) Coulson starts to leave them uh, and May says to put her on the assignment instead. Because she's back, baby! She's back! Yeah! Hell yeah! May's back. Um, And Ward is a whiny little baby that Hunter uh, got past his little security measures and tried to kill him. So he tells his henchmen to find Strucker and if he's not dead already, to kill him. I thought it was funny. He was like, they all want me dead that badly. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) I suck. Stop being a little shit. So Daisy tells Coulson her theory that Lash is secretly part of the ATCU. And Coulson's response being, that's a scary thought, (laughs) 
it made me laugh because it seems like like placeholder dialogue like they put that down just to be like okay this is the vibe of what we want him to say <laughs> but we'll fix it later and then they just never fixed it <laughs> that's a scary thought yeah but luckily colson is getting a tour of the atcu facility finally so he says he'll keep an eye out but he tells daisy to make sure that rosalind doesn't catch on to their suspicions just in case daisy accuses colson of having a crush on rosalind we knew mm-hmm. that um, but he says he doesn't get those anymore because he always has to mine people for information. And that sucks. Crushes are fun. Yeah. Sometimes. That would be sad if it was true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants it to be true. Yeah. He wants to believe it. Um, so then May interrupts Morse's workout. Somebody's always interrupting her workout, I swear. <laughs> so she interrupts her just to like straight up assault her. <laughs> As a test to see if she's up to join May on the hunt for Ward. And she passes, I guess. I I feel like I would trust the doctors saying that Morse's lung is not healed yet. But whatever, I guess. <laughs> My thought for this was don't send a man to do a woman's job. I mean, truly. Uh, one thing that my, my grandmother used to say was... Uh, a man's got to do what a man's got to do, and a woman's got to do what a man can't or won't. Yeah. Which was very sad for the state of her, her marriage, but true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they head out to the plane immediately, and Hunter stops to talk to Morris, of course. And I really, I wasn't paying, I wasn't taking notes on, like, what he was saying because it was his same bullshit, but... Um, her saying, you were quick to violence and innocent people got hurt. Yes. Fucking tell him, Bobby. <laughs> I also loved when she was like, other people aren't as used to your behavior as I am. Yes. Oh, my God. Get out of that relationship, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's really not. And then he doesn't even tell her their, like, don't die thing. Because he's like, you already know. That doesn't mean you shouldn't say it. That's, like, the one cute thing about their whole relationship. Yeah. And he just ruined it. Ruined it. I'm not going to give you our code word for I love you because you already know. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Piece of shit. (laughs) So mad at him. So on the plane, May gets Morse up to speed. Uh, they've found a new offshore Hydra account that activated uh, in the Cayman Islands and can only assume that that's where Strucker went to hide out. Um, and also speaking Mandarin as part of the plan, but Morse has that covered, obviously. Because <laughs> she speaks every language. Strucker meets up with some old guy and begs for his help because he says, you were always kinder to me than my father. Aww. <laughs> Sucks because he betrays him, but aw. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, Strucker is very scared of Ward, and he knows that since he didn't finish the job, it'll be so much worse. The old guy says that Ward should have expected this outcome by trusting, quote, an untested youth uh, with the mission. He also says that he's well acquainted with Grant Ward, and Ward was once an untested kid, too. 
So, Powers Booth's character previously appeared in The Avengers as a member of the World Security Council, if you'll recall. And here his name is revealed (laughs) to be Gideon Malik. Wow. Okay, we did we talked about him in the episode, but I did not I did not recognize him. <laughs> yeah. It's he was a very like shadowy figure in the Avengers. Oh, okay. Like you you I think you only really saw his face like once. Okay, gotcha. So it's okay that you don't remember. <laughs> but I didn't remember that we meet his character so early in this season. And so oh, really? I'm glad that like we just released the Avengers episode, and so it's kind of fresh in your mind. Yeah, for sure. So, Coulson is in the car with Roslyn, who's complaining that she had to pick him up on the street because she has she still hasn't been told where his base is. And he says, you know I run a spy organization, right? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I love their flirting. I love it so much. It's so good. <laughs> um, just as she's complaining about him not sharing information like they promised, she gets a mysterious phone call and says they'll have to reschedule. Colson says no, actually, he'll be joining her to handle this emergency, and then they will see the facility afterwards. She starts to protest, and he says, I thought you wanted us to share information. You just had a whole thing about that. <laughs> So she ultimately agrees and tells the driver to take her home. Interesting. Uh-oh. Um, so Fitz is trying to make May and Morris's fake IDs while Hunter hovers, distracting him. Hmm. Hunter suggests that Fitz shouldn't actually help rescue Will because, get this, he's the competition. When your girlfriend's ex wants to visit from Phoenix, you don't buy him a plane ticket. That's I- so specific. <laughs> Like, maybe not that, but you should probably help save him from being stranded on Mars or whatever. Like, <laughs> weirdo? Um, at this point, Fitz is like, hey, what are you doing? Like, like here. Like, why are you here in the lab? In my space? Annoying me. <laughs> Hunter tries to pity himself, saying that Coulson benched him. But, bro, you had one job, literally one job, and you fucked it up so many times. Duh. (laughs) So Fitz tells him to go away. Thank you, Fitz. (laughs) Not even Fitz wants Hunter around. And Fitz is the sweetest. (laughs) Fitz is, like, Hunter's only friend. Yeah. When you annoy your last friend, you know you done fucked up. Mm-hmm. So Daisy and Mac talk about the Lash ATCU theory and conclude that their top suspect is Banks. I stand by suspecting him last time we talked about this, but now that they suspect him, I'm not feeling it anymore. <laughs> it feels too obvious now. <laughs> um, also, Hunter begs to drive because he has literally nothing else to do. And this is what happens when you fuck up your one goddamn job. <laughs> So, Hunter is certain that Banks is secretly Lash. However, Hunter was with Banks when Lash first encountered Daisy and Mac, so he should know that Banks can't be Lash. Well, and now I definitely have to disagree with Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) And also, I know, but still. (laughs) Yeah. 
that's another thing. We'll get into it, but I was very surprised at that reveal this early yeah. in the season. Oh, my God. Okay. I was like, I don't remember it being that early. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <clears throat> um, so, Morris and May head to a bank in the Cayman Islands and get into the vault to look at their own safe deposit box. But they also use a gadget that unlocks all the boxes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> They find Struckers and don't find anything useful in there before Fitz realizes that they've tripped an alarm somehow, and the bank staff and security quickly locks them in. Morse thinks on her feet and starts to actually sway the bank manager by saying that she's offering him a job since their security system passed her test. Fitz helps her play along by finding dirt on him that she can use, again, very quickly. Everybody's working so fast. (laughs) Um... But unfortunately, the security guard wasn't buying it, so then they have to fight their way out anyway. Hunter is annoying Mac and Daisy while they surveil Banks and follow him home after work. We love... (laughs) We love stalking, I guess. (laughs) But they're spies, so they have to spy on people, so I guess... Yeah. (laughs) Does it count as... It's still stalking, I'm pretty sure. It's still stalking. It's spying stalking. (laughs) Spy stalking. Anyway, it's gray. (laughs) It's a gray area. We won't get into it. So Hunter is offended that everyone is so hung up about him getting Garner almost killed. Gosh. I'm offended that people aren't more hung up on the fact that Ward could be dead if Hunter hadn't needed the glory of Ward seeing his face before even attempting to kill him. If you're going to put people in danger, at least get the job done. Anyway. <laughs> just two inches to the right. For real. Just just what two. What the fuck? <laughs> he was like six feet away from you. Anyway. Um, so it turns out Rosalind's emergency was a home invasion. Oh, no. Coulson stays where he's told while Rosalind goes to another room to let the cops look around. And Coulson checks out her large collection of Margaret Thatcher biographies, her oddly brand new furniture, and her bat that he is very excited about. Two of the Margaret Thatcher biographies in Rosalind Price's home are on the shelf twice. Those are The Path to Power and Not for Turning, respectively. How do... Did it show the books? It did. You you would have to zoom in to see that, but... Oh, okay. I mean, I have books that I have two different copies of. Yeah, me too. I have two copies of The Tale of Despero. I have two copies of both of Sam Miller's books. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Miller, the singer of Paradise Fears. (laughs) I forgot that he wrote books. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're, uh, They're called A Light Too Bright and Redemption Prep, and they're excellent. Also, he just had a baby. I know, I saw. Oh my god. Um, We're old. Yeah. We can talk about it later, because I actually, <laughs> I, <laughs> I need, I was very excited and didn't have anyone to talk, to talk about it with. <laughs> um, anyway, so Rosalind comes back and is surprised that Coulson wasn't eavesdropping. I mean, he's a spy, but he's not rude. Mac, Daisy, and Hunter have been following Banks all the way to his house. Mac and Daisy discuss the best way to continue surveilling Banks once he goes inside, while still being stealthy enough to not ruin Coulson's cover while he's in the belly of the beast with Rosalind. So, of course, Hunter 
takes it upon himself to just throw a fucking bandana over his face, walk across the middle of the street, and shoot Banks, I assume with an icer, in broad daylight. Hunter, what the fuck? Did you learn nothing? You idiot. I Like, what? <laughs> My god. Jesus. Once he gets Banks into the truck, Hunter explains his thinking that if Banks is Lash, then he'd have inhuman DNA. So they just need to test his blood, which they can get a sample of now that he's unconscious and after he got punched in the mouth by by Hunter, of course. He also, if he was Lash, he could have, like, transformed and then killed you right then. Like, what? Yeah. If he was Lash, how do you even know that, like, the icer would work on him? Exactly. stupid so stupid daisy admits that his initial idea was smart thinking if you don't think about it for more than you know half a second um but they really need to talk about hunter's anger issues they really do (laughs) for sure some like maybe not dr garner anymore but can he like you have you have counselors on staff <laughs> um speaking of Simmons is counseling Garner for a change and they talk about how weird it is the way that uh people are handling them pro- post traumatic event Daisy interrupts by calling Simmons and asking her to run the blood analysis for them. So Simmons agrees and Mac Hunter and Daisy leave Banks unconscious in his car while they head to check out a job that he got sent a text about. I was very proud of Simmons. Look at her getting back to work. Yeah. Um, So Rosalind comes back to Colson with some burgers after the cops leave and oh my god, Clark. Put those bedroom eyes away. Uh, holy <laughs> shit. Wow. <laughs> I I had accidentally paused it and it oh my god. <laughs> I was I was blushing. <laughs> um he finally confronts her about his suspicions all day. How she allegedly had a break-in, but her computer, her multiple TVs, her expensive art and furniture. Her apparently $7,000 autographed baseball bat was all still perfectly in place, and now she's trying to get him to stay for dinner with burgers from his favorite place, DJ's. He says there must be something that he won't like at the ATCU facility, so she staged this whole break-in just to humanize herself so he won't judge her too harshly. Um, She also says that she could be suspicious of him, too, This is the first and only break-in she's ever had, and it's on the day that he knew she wouldn't be home because she'd be with him. I I don't... I still don't know if she actually staged all of it. I mean, it feels like she did. I can't remember. I, I can't remember if we ever get clarity on this. Because, like, yeah, a break-in and then nothing is stolen was weird as hell. And yeah. also the cops were being weird. Hmm. I mean, the cops were weird anyway, but... Yeah. Um, anyway, so she throws the burgers away. I, like, they definitely could have still eaten those on the way. <laughs> but whatever. Um, and they head out to the facility. May confronts Morse about what happened at the bank. I personally didn't feel like anything wrong happened there, but okay. Um, 
May thinks that Morse was trying to avoid fighting out of fear because of what Ward did to her, which would be super valid, honestly. <laughs> um, she also thinks that Morse is, quote, hiding behind the tests. The tests being the doctor's recommendations because she had a hole in her lung. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, like Morse says, May is the one who dragged Morse to this mission without asking her, knowing that she was not medically cleared to be in the field yet. So why the fuck would you criticize her for attempting to make violence a last resort? I love May. I love her so much. But I think she needs some therapy, too. Yeah. Maybe not with Dr. Garner. <laughs> Maybe not with Dr. Garner. Honestly, because they're exes, that wouldn't have been uh, ethical anyway, but... <laughs> Definitely not now. <laughs> not now. Not not anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, that whole scene was making me so mad. <laughs> um, so Ward gets a call from the old guy, <laughs> from Malik. Uh, the captions called him Malik, which is the only reason that I knew his name during the episode. <laughs> <laughs> And he menacingly tells Ward that he was stupid to use Strucker as a pawn right now. He says he'll tell Ward where Strucker is because he's willing to sacrifice a player to save the game. He's Fuck playing up. chess. <laughs> he's playing chess. We're just playing the game of life, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so Daisy, Mac, and Hunter show up at the Endotex place that Banks' text told them about. Um, and it's actually the ATCU, uh, of course. Daisy says that they're going to use a drone that Fitz says wasn't ready yet, but she thought it was awesome, so she stole it. And I, that means it's going to blow up <laughs> in my brain. It didn't. It was fine. So I don't know why Fitz thinks it wasn't ready, but anyway. Probably because he's just a little perfectionist. Yeah. Um, Simmons calls Daisy to let her know that Banks's blood didn't have any inhuman markers, so he can't be Lash. Daisy is disappointed. Um, <laughs> and I said, okay, now I feel like it could be him and his DNA changes whenever he changes or something weird like that. I don't know. Quit trying to throw me off the trail, writers. <laughs> <laughs> um... So Simmons hangs up and turns to Fitz to talk about Will. Fitz surprises her by saying that he's run the monolith simulation dozens of times. Dozens of chimes. Ding, dozens ding, of chimes. Fitz surprises her by saying that he's run the monolith. By saying that he's run the monolith simulation dozens of times already, and none of them have worked. But he promises not to give up. That they will keep trying. Simmons assures him that while she knows this is a weird situation, if Fitz only knew Will, he would understand why this is so important. But Fitz cuts her off and says he will know Will. <laughs> it's not a question of if, it's when. After Simmons walks away satisfied, Fitz pulls back up all the digging that he's been doing into Will's past. Uh-oh. Hmm. Damn it. God damn it, Hunter. <laughs> you got in his head. Um... I love that Fitz, like, automatically was just, he was like, we're going to find him. I, that's it. Yeah. It's like, very sweet. Yeah. Very pure. 
It's very fits. It's very fits. Um, so Daisy, Mac, and Hunter all watch from the invisible drone as the delivery that Banks would have been waiting on shows up. It's an unconscious inhuman in a fucking box that then gets placed into a storage unit of boxes with other inhumans, I guess. And then Daisy sees that Coulson is there with Rosalind watching as well. Daisy is incensed that Coulson doesn't look absolutely horrified, although admittedly they can't hear what Coulson and Rosalind are talking about. But also, he's literally by himself in so-called en- enemy territory. Of course he's going to try and keep his composure. <laughs> Girl. Daisy is livid and says they are definitely not working with the ATCU now. So Mac has to remind her a couple of times to bring the drone back. She's very distracted. Very. Um, Coulson, as it turns out, is a pretty grossed out by how this looks he says it's like a horror movie i was distracted by the way that he pronounced horror it, it he said it like did... like horror oh that's how my that's how my mom says it horror she says it like that because she doesn't want to sound like she's saying whore so, <laughs> so she says it like she says she says horror that's 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 so your mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, she says that that is the correct way to pronounce it. So according to my mom, Clark is right. <laughs> she also says like horrible. <laughs> horrible. She sounds like she's from the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> Which Colson is from... Uh, Michigan, Minnesota. And Indiana? Idaho? Ohio! I don't remember. Wisconsin! It was Wisconsin! Wisconsin! (laughs) We're just fucking naming states. Anyway, so yeah, it makes sense that he would say, he would say horror. Horror. <laughs> um, anyway, so Rosalind explains that they have put these inhumans into the equivalent of a medically induced coma until a cure is discovered so that they don't hurt themselves or their loved ones or anyone else. Okay. Um... Colson guesses that Rosalind has lost someone close to her as well, and she admits that she lost her husband to cancer several years ago, and she wishes that she could have done something like this for him. So instead, she's hoping to save the new Inhumans families from the fate that she suffered by keeping them all safe until they make a cure. Like, I get that that was... I I can see her reasoning there, but also... We could have waited until they actually did something wrong before just capturing them and putting them to sleep indefinitely. And also consent. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're literally just capturing people and like putting them into a coma and then keeping them in boxes. <laughs> yeah, I feel um, like I Shield's know. way is better. Yeah. Because definitely. at least then they, they have 
Like, they still can't go back to their old lives, but, like, they can be monitored until they get a handle on their powers. Yeah, and, and they're at least aware also, of what's going on. Yeah, and there's also, like, the... I mean, again, Dr. Garner, but there's also, yeah. like, the making sure that their well-being is intact and, you know, their mental health and things like that. Exactly, yeah. Also, Coulson and Rosalind like each other. We knew that, but now they know that. <laughs> <laughs> so May and Morris arrive to Strucker's penthouse in Lisbon just in time to find Ward's men about to kill him. Morris has her epiphany that she's not damaged because of what she's been through. She's just more experienced, like May said. And then she electrocutes the main henchman in the pool, which was great. Um, <laughs> while May finally fights her way to Strucker, who has been stabbed, um, she asks him where to find Ward. And in his state, he ends up telling her what really happened at the gas station. Garner! <laughs> what? I would like to give you a dramatic reenactment of my first reaction. Because okay. honestly, while I was reacting, I was also like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it went a little something like this. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just sat in silence for a solid 10 minutes. <laughs> my, my thoughts were like, oh my god, the reveal already? Like... I, like, obviously I knew. Yeah. I, I was aware. But I thought that the reveal came much later in the season. Yeah, it's only episode six. Yeah. So, like... It's crazy. Yeah. Always surprising us. Um... But, but okay, so so I was, like, sitting in silence for a solid 10 minutes with my mind was just racing because I was, like, going back through this the season. And I was like, he ghosted her. Fuck. <laughs> but then, but then why would he? Okay, so this is just my thoughts as I was, I was typing them out as I was thinking. Okay. He ghosted her. But why would he kill them? Okay, honestly, this is kind of a fear of mine. <laughs> <laughs> He is the licensed PhD psychologist who is evaluating these human these inhumans in therapy sessions. So he basically is supposed to know them better than anyone to assess their mental stability and that he kills them. He knows them as individuals, the best and worst of them, their fears and weaknesses and vulnerabilities and he still hates them enough to kill them. I cannot believe that about Andrew Garner. They can't do this to me. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, Oh my god. It was tr I such a good reveal because I had no idea. I know you I didn't. Had I know absolutely you didn't. no suspicions whatsoever. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Anyway, okay. But then when you <laughs> go back and watch it over again and you like you hear Garner like asking about inhumans, asking about Lincoln ask like yeah, like oh I can't believe God. you put this inhuman into the field without consulting me first, I can't believe you did this I like yeah, he's suspicious, you just don't know that he's suspicious because it's <laughs> his job he really good about it <laughs> oh my god 
So good. So like excellent, excellent fucking. Oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> and now it's time for the post content content. So Daisy is on the phone with Lincoln. <laughs> the whole call, I was just just giggling and kicking my feet. I love them. <laughs> I want them to be together so bad. <laughs> Daisy hangs up right before the call can be traceable and runs straight into Dr. Garner. God damn it. Listen, sometimes when I say that I screamed or something, I was lying for the sake of hyperbole and also because I love to lie. Um... But this time, I actually physically screamed out loud. (laughs) The sound that came out of my body was inhuman. Um, And then he asked if she was talking to Lincoln. No! You don't need to know. You don't need to know. And then he asked where Lincoln is. Oh, my God. Lincoln was so smart not to tell Daisy where he is because we know how she is with secrets. She always tells the worst person. Yes. Um, I'm pr- I feel like he's at the afterlife, though. Um, something about, like, his surroundings when he was there. I feel like he's at the afterlife. I don't know how he would have gotten there, but... What's um, even left at- of the afterlife anymore? Exactly. But, I don't know. Because it seemed like he was surrounded by rubble, kind of, which is why I was thinking that. Interesting. If I'm right, I hate you. <laughs> um, and then just Andrew did not look at the camera like that. I, hate, I hated it. I hated, ugh, hated that. <sighs> okay. Overall thoughts. Just, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. <laughs> I feel that. I feel it. What about you? <laughs> um, I've got one last fun fact. So, to okay. celebrate the series reaching 50 episodes, this was the 50th wow. episode, Marvel released a video showing cast and crew members discussing their memories and favorite moments of the series so far. And don't ask me to find it, because I tried and I couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) What? Do you think that they just, like, scrubbed the internet for it? (laughs) I don't know. Let me try again. Because I searched, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 50th episode. That means we've had Please 50 hold. episodes. Aw. That's so true. Oh, my God. Look at us go. I was about to say it only took us a year, but there's 52 weeks in a year, so <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, okay. You got um, it? Yeah. <laughs> this is the same thing I searched earlier. Okay. Let me put it into. There you go. Cool. It's eight minutes long, though. 
Oh my god. Do you want to watch it another time? Yeah. Okay. So we found it. We're gonna watch it, but not. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight minutes long, so we're not gonna record the whole thing. Um, <laughs> so that concludes our episode on season three, episode six, "Among Us Hide." Yeah. So next week we will be at the Eras Tour, but next time we will be covering season three, episode seven, "Chaos Theory." So stay tuned for that. Okay. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye.